On today's Hashi, I'm discussing September's pending home sales and new home sales, as well as answering your questions live. Today is Friday, October 27th, 2023. I am Byron Lozine, and the Hashi starts now. Good morning, 9.30 here on the East, 6.30 on the West. Glad to be back doing another hot sheet. Let me know in the live chat which market you're tuning in from. I'm sitting here in my Naples, Florida studio after starting the week in San Diego, middle of the week in the Connecticut studio, now back down here at the tip of Florida. So hope you guys are doing well on this free format Friday. We can take it any direction you would like. Leave a comment in the live chat. Be happy to address that. Any questions that you may have you can also call in on Fridays. You can use the call in number flashing down below 203-548-0417, 203-548-0417 if you'd like to call in. I do have a couple of updates on uh, pending home sales and new home sales that we will obviously go through. All the daily downloads from these updates will be available in BAMX. If you want the most out of our content at BAM, you need to be in BAMX. Every download from the hot sheet goes in there. All of our new courses and extra content lives in BAMX, as well as our private community. You can get code, uh, you can get 10% off by using code HOT down below uh, to join BAMX. All right, let's take a look at the NAR housing snapshot for pending home sales for the month of September 2023. Now we're at the end of October, but this data is always lagging. The index comes in at 72.6 which is a 1.1% increase month over month, 72.6. What does that mean? Doesn't mean good when in comparison to 2001. An index above 100 coincides with a higher level of activity relative to 2001. 2001 was a long time ago. It was before the run-up of the great financial crisis. It was considered a relatively normal housing market. So if 2001 is 100, we are well off of that marker sitting here at 72.6. The South is in the top spot here as according to the index at 87.1. Month over month for pending home sales, the South region is up 0.7%. That includes states like Florida and Texas, as well as the Carolinas and Georgia. Okay, next on the list would be the Midwest at a 74.3. Month over month, the Midwest comes in at the highest mark of 4.1% for pending home sales in September. Next would be the Northeast, the most inventory-starved region of the country. The Northeast comes in at 63.1 on the index, well off of the 100 uh, marker for 2001. The month over month on pending sales for the Northeast is up 0.8%. Percent, And then we go to the West, which is doing the worst of all four regions at 55.3. And it's the only region that is down month over month at negative 1.8% for the West region. Okay. Love to know in the comments how you're feeling about October. We're here at the end of October. What early data do you have in your local market for October? Are pending sales going to be down or up in your market? It's actually quite surprising that three out of the four regions, we saw September pending sales up. 
if I'm going to put some chips on the table, I've got pending sales down in all four regions in a month when we get October's uh, data. That would coincide with seasonality. It would coincide with where we're at on the rates and the affordability, as well as what I'm hearing from most agents, brokers, and team leaders across the country. All right, let's take a little bit of a, a deeper dive here on the pending home sales. And one of NAR's project, uh, projections, that they predict existing home sales will decrease 17.5% when we close out 2003. Settling at 14 point or I'm sorry, 4.15 million before rising 13.5% to 4.71 million in 2024. Now, just earlier this week, we went through existing home sales and for the first time in years, in decade plus, we are at 3.96 million on the seasonally, just so we've dropped below 4 million for the first time. So 4.71 million, according to NAR in 2024, would be a welcome sign. It would, it would mean that pendings and existing sales over the next 15 months are going to be going up, okay? Compared to last year, national median home uh, existing home price are projected to remain stable in 2023, edging higher by 0.1% uh, before increasing 0.7% next year. This is just NAR's projections. Housing starts will drop 10.4% from 2022 to 2023 to 1.39 million before rising to 1.48 million uh, or up 6.5% in 2024, okay? NAR expects newly constructed home sales will grow from last year by 4.5% in 2023 to 670,000. We have some new home data uh, that we're gonna get into here in just a second because of additional inventory in this market segment and increased by another 19.4% in 2024 to 800,000 newly constructed home sales. Uh, the national median new home price will drop by 5.9% this year to 430,800, improved by 3.5% next year to 445,800. Uh, NAR's projection on the 30-year fixed rate, okay? We, we saw what Goldman Sachs was, keeping us in the sevens throughout 2024 and high sixes as we enter 2025. That's what Goldman Sachs believes, but what does NAR believe? NAR uh, forecasts that the 30-year fixed mortgage rate will average 6.9 for 2023 when we close it out. Doesn't, doesn't feel like it today, sitting and hovering around eight uh, for the last few weeks. In 2024, NAR has the average at 6.3% on the 30-year fix. This is one of the most positive uh, recent forecasts that I've seen for the 30-year fix coming from NAR, 6.3% in 2024. The unemployment rate will actually go down, according to NAR, to 3.7%. Or I'm sorry, we'll lower this year uh, to 3.7% before increasing next year to 4.1%. So a modest increase there on uh, unemployment, according to NAR. Okay. Uh, let's jump into some of this new residential home sales. Okay. For the month of September, 2023, you're starting to hear people say, Hey, builders are, are pulling, pulling back, but what does the data show us? Uh, what have they logged for September? New residential sales 
for September of 2023. Had 759,000 new houses sold. Uh, and you also, and this is a seasonally adjusted annual rate, uh, new houses for sale, seasonally adjusted 435,000 total and a median sale price of 418,800. Okay. So that's what we're seeing on new residential sales. Here's the seasonally adjusted rate, uh, in a chart format looks to be trending up on new residential sales. When you look at it from that annual seasonally adjusted rate. Okay. Certainly not to the level of 2020, but trending up from a bottoming last year, it's been trending up uh, relatively every single month since quarter four of 2022 sales of new uh, single family homes in September 23 were seasonally adjusted to that rate of 759. So according to estimates released jointly by the U S census bureau and department of housing, as well as urban De development, this is a 12.3% uh, above the revised rate of 676 in August and is 33.9% above September 2022 estimate of 567,000. All right, the sales price of new houses sold in September was the 418,800. The average was just over 500,000. The median price was at one point here four hundred and fifty thousand. So now we're down to four twenty on the median sale price for new houses. The average was up over five. Now it's down to five. So uh, builders now not only are buying down the rate for buyers, but builders are seeing the biggest drop in median and average price points across the country in comparison to existing home sales builders prices they're willing to negotiate so here's another advantage for builders they're not competing with a whole bunch of inventory they're able to buy down the rate and they're tapping into their inflated margins and giving out a lower price point than they previously were capturing they've got room to work there they've got room to work on the rate and they're the only inventory in town in a lot of cases uh, for sale inventory and months of supply seasonally adjusted estimate of new home houses for sale at the end of September was 435,000. Uh, this would represent a supply of 6.9 months at the current sales rate. So one of the reasons why buyers are getting better prices and better rates is anything above six months of supply would signal a buyer's market. Six months is an even nobody has the advantage between buyers and sellers 6.9 months would give buyers the advantage. We're a long way off of that for existing home sales. There's a lot of buyers in the market that would welcome that because that would certainly bring affordability into the picture for them, okay? Um, we do see a uh, another projection here too from, uh, from US Census. I gotta, I gotta find it here. We had a projection on price actually looking at uh, these new home prices coming down even further than pre than they've already come down as we look into the future for uh, prices on new construction homes. Okay. So new homes and uh, existing homes, obviously prices are going to react completely different. Um, sales of newly constructed homes, obviously jumped to 12.3% September. Uh, it's a revised rate. Uh, in August, 
Uh, this is the fastest pace now since February of 2022 and easily exceeds analyst expectations of a sales pace, which was at 680,000. Sales of existing homes uh, have been trending down since February. They're down 20% year to date in September from a year ago. There's an ongoing inventory affordability crunch uh, that has homeowners with mortgage rates of 3 to 4% reluctant to sell and buy. Now, I'm reading right out of CNN, so this is what consumers are seeing as well. This is some of the information that if somebody's looking to make a move in your market and you're advising them, they're at that 3 or 4%, like, hey, I'm not going to move. What this CNN article doesn't talk about is the fact that, hey, if you're moving into new construction, you can buy it down that these prices are coming down, that there's months of supply higher. You might want to do an analysis on your local market. What are the opportunities to unlock that inventory and help somebody get into the house that they want now? I think you get a better opportunity now uh, to that point that we covered with Barbara Corcoran a couple weeks ago, where there's fear in the market. If it makes sense for the buy down, we've seen some as low as four and a half and five and a half from builders, or if it makes sense to go ahead and buy the house cash. Uh, so these new, new, uh, new, uh, newly built homes are filling in the gap, obviously, uh, for the buyers right now that are in the market. Dawn, uh, definitely seeing those discounts in the North Texas, eight to ten percent off list price, closing costs, and appliances, etc. Builders are getting ahead of the cyclical season, which comes in the winter when you see less sales. Okay, uh, key inflation gauge this morning. Uh, just was released. It rose 0.3%, as was the expectation in September. All right. Spending, though, from uh, personal spending was up more than expected. That trend continues. Okay. So the core personal consumption expenditure uh, price index, which the Federal Reserve uses as a key measure of inflation, increased 0.3% for the month. This was just released today. Uh, this was as expected once again, but the personal spending kept up and then some, okay, rising 0.7%, which was better than the 0.5% forecast. We saw last time we had a, a big uh, personal spending report. What happened to the 10 year that, that accelerated the 10 year up over four nine. And we've since hit uh, the first 10 year over five uh, since 2007. Okay, so inflation uh, essentially accelerated in September, but consumer spending uh, was even stronger than expected. This is according to Commerce Department uh, report that was just again released this morning. The, car, the core personal consumption expenditure price index, which the Federal Reserve uses as a key measure of inflation. They will take this data into account going into next week when they meet on the 31st Tuesday and the 1st on Wednesday. Make sure you're subscribed, hit the bell to this channel because Thursday morning, we're going to break it all down. The Fed's decision, we're going to break down line by line what Jerome Powell says about housing as well on that Thursday morning. Um, so it's in, uh, the uh, PCE price index increased 0.3% in line with Dow Jones estimate. It's above the 0.1% level for August. So you do see it picking up. Uh, even with the pickup though in prices, personal spending uh, rose. Uh, more than the forecast. Okay. So personal spending is interesting because uh, people are, are depleting savings and they're racking up credit cards right now. Here is a quote from Jeffrey Roach, chief of LPL financial. 
Although consumer prices rose faster than expected from a month ago, core inflation continues to lose speed. And this report will not likely change the Fed's view that inflation will slow in the coming months as demand slows. Okay, so expecting demand to slow. Uh, eventually, spending will moderate after several months of consumers spending more than they earn. We can only hope that personal consumers are going to do just that. I just don't see it personally right now. There's a lot of poor decision making. There's maybe this belief that there will be some kind of natural bailout coming like we had in the last couple of years, getting used to uh, easy, free money being blown into the system. Consumers don't seem to be worried that they're depleting savings and racking up credit cards. And this is coming into a time of year when consumers will spend more than they need to to impress others. I'm talking about the holidays. People always overspend during the holidays. I'm hoping for a down year on holiday spending uh, for the economy's sake, but we will see what happens. And usually you say, well, spending is good, right? But it's not good for where we sit right now on inflation. Going to be looking very closely to what uh, the outcome is next week. Again, on the 31st and the 1st, make sure you're subscribed here to this channel so you don't miss any of it because we'll be rooting for some good news and for a drop in this number right here, the 10-year treasury. Today, uh, we are getting a little bit of, of a down uh, move from where we were yesterday, up over 4.9 today at 4.856 on the 10-year. The 30-year fix came down a tick yesterday. We're down to 7.87. How cool would that be if we could go into the weekend below 8 and even below 7.9? The Freddie Mac 30-year fixed weekly survey uh, came in yesterday at 7.79, obviously the highest mark since the year 2000 on the weekly. Uh, we're just off of the high mark of last week of 803 on the daily survey for the 30-year fixed. All right. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Uh, if you are not a member of BAMX yet and you want to get the most out of all of our content, all of our daily downloads in the hot sheet, use the code HOT down below to get 10% off of that. And I will see you guys back here on Monday today over on uh, at Knowledge Brokers Pod channel, different channel. We have a new pod coming out at 2 o'clock with myself, Lisa, Tom. So love to see you over there as well. And I'll see you guys uh, there. I'll see you next week on the hot sheet. Until then, toodaloo.